If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Hello, .NET readers, listeners, and members. My name is John Moore, and this is the ProWrestling.net All Access Audio Review for the WWE 205 Live Show that aired August 1st, 2017 on WWE Network. After the ad break for the non-members, I'll be going over my audio review for the episode headlined by Arya Davari vs. Akira Tosawa as to who will face Neville for the WWE Cruiserweight Championship at SummerSlam. Okay, welcome back. If you notice a little bit, I'm sounding a little bit happier and optimistic. Of course, to the non-members who didn't get to hear my review last week, uh, there are 205 Live reviews every week. You just get to hear samples every once in a while uh, for a non-member or so. But last week, yeah, um, I was really down. And I wasn't down due to, like, life. Life is good. Life is okay in my life. That episode of 205 Live last week was just boring and sucking. It was terrible all across the board. Uh, 205 Live does that sometimes. Uh, this current episode was not great by any means, but it wasn't awful. We got solid story progression, so thumbs up there. Uh, the key to changing this show, uh, just to be honest, is to do some sort of soft and or hard reset. NXT, uh, the TV show, uh, dare I say, has been bad for a while. Uh, and I'm talking about the NXT Weekly show. Uh, before WrestleMania, uh, or at least before February, uh, the show wasn't that great. After Mania, NXT got a new look, new graphics, new announce team, new writing, and they even had Tom Phillips go on air and straight up say that this was a new NXT. After that, I can argue that NXT has been the best weekly uh, wrestling TV show in 2017. But uh, I'm starting to go off tangent. Uh, 205 Night Live needs to be reset. Uh, but I'll get back on track with this episode. If you would like to follow along with me, you can check out my written review, which is posted on ProWrestling.net. You, I'll be using it for notes and as an outline. Now, without further ado, let's get into the review. This week's episode, like I said, aired August 1st, 2017 in Cleveland, Ohio at the Quicken Loans Arena, the land of LeBron James. 
the opening video of uh, 205 Live showed highlights from this little side feud we're getting with Akira Tosawa and Arya Davari. And it ended, at least the video package did, with uh, Davari laying out both Neville and Tosawa. Uh, they didn't really put too much attention on it this week, which I thought they should have at least a little bit. But Akira Tosawa handed uh, Neville his one of his rare singles losses last week, uh, where he beat Neville via countout. Uh, the only other person to beat Neville in about a year has been Austin Aries, and Austin Aries also won by countout. But, of course, Neville hasn't been pinned or submitted in a long time in a singles match. He's uh, submitted in a tag match, if I remember correctly, via the Austin Aries last chancery. Austin Aries is no longer with the company, but, of course, he had a huge role in 205 Live the last couple months. Uh, after the e-opening song, Vic Joseph and Corey Graves checked in on commentary. Uh, Graves and uh, Joseph, you know, just because this, this this episode did come after SmackDown, so they were hyping up the John Cena versus Shinsuke Nakamura conclusion. Uh, Graves uh, called Nakamura rock star, blah blah blah. Uh, they also hyped Grand Metalik versus Tony Nese for later in the episode. And of course, this was one of the rare uh, appearances by Grand Metalik. We Rarely see the guy on 205 Live. We see him more on WWE Superstars, I hear. Um, I'm not sure why, but yeah, Grand, Ma Grand Metalik, the second place uh, dude in the WWE CWC. Also, a uh, very good wrestler from CMLL that WWE doesn't want to utilize, and they kind of treat him like Mystico in the bad way. Not the good ways that they treated Misco. Let's move on. Uh, we have Brian Kendrick making his entrance. He uh, started to cut the same promo that he cut last week, calling Jack Gallagher a clown and uh, calling the fans stupid for liking a clown. That promo was terrible last week. Kendrick delivers it fine. The material he had to deliver was just awful. Luckily, uh, Jack Gallagher cut him off, and this was for a match coming up. So our first match of the night was Jack Gallagher versus the Brian Kendrick. Uh, and uh, this was pretty much one-sided, but Brian Kendrick ended up winning. He defeated Jack Gallagher via disqualification in 1 minute and 23 seconds. I don't think there was an official announcement, but I'm going to go with the DQ, and Corey Graves agreed because he said it looked like a DQ. Uh, the end of the match was so uh, Brian Kendrick could barely get any offense in. He was uh, laying prone on the apron because Jack Gallagher was beating him up so much. And uh, Jack uh, Gallagher grabbed onto the ropes while Kendrick was under the ropes and just started stomping on Kendrick. Kendrick had no chance. And, of course, we were only allowed to, like, when there's a rope break, to attack or submit the person for five seconds. Jack Gallagher surpassed the five seconds, therefore Brian Kendrick won. Uh, but nice little mean streak by Jack Gallagher. This uh, was foreshadowed at the beginning of the match, where you had Corey Graves uh, hyping up Jack Gallagher's legit MMA background. And Jack Gallagher opened up the match with a Muay Thai clinch, 
where you uh, grab the guy and start kneeing and elbow striking and headbutting and all that good stuff from the Muay Thai. But uh, even though Jack Gallagher had to take a loss, this was solid. He had enough of what Kendrick had to say. And Kendrick has more feel for upcoming weeks to say he beat Jack Gallagher and uh, that he's smart and all that stuff. So this was a good uh, way to progress the feud. I just hope they don't go back to lame photoshopping like they did a week before. That wasn't heat. That was just cheap and boring. And something that you don't really care to see on your WWE television. Let's move on. Uh, we were shown uh, Rich Swan and Mustafa Ali playing a WWE 2K game on the PS4. Ali was AJ Styles and Rich Swan was Kevin Owens. Ali was winning and he was uh, like showboating to Rich Swan. Uh, TJP comes in and makes fun of Rich Swan for losing at the game. Uh, this is uh, the, sa- uh, the same encounter we've had the last couple of weeks between TJP and Rich Swan, where uh, they're sort of trying to one up each other. Rich Swan says uh, TJP is probably obsessed, and um, Perkins has continued to act, act cocky like he does every week. Uh, so this all led to Rich Swan proposing a one-on-one match between the two for next week. And TJ Perkins agreed. Uh, they also ended up playing the 2K game uh, for this week. So, yeah, uh, we have TJP versus Rich Swan next week. The last time TJP faced Rich Swan, they had a really, really good match. But they're trying to tell this new story. I'm not really intrigued with this story uh, because uh, TJP, TJ Perkins, is playing this really uh, douchey, uh, cocky dude. Uh, I think he's trying to go for Kobe Bryant, uh, but uh, to me, he comes off as a bit of a low-rent version of Nick Young, a.k.a. Swaggy P, who's on the Golden State Warriors now. He played for the Lakers for a long time. That's how I know um, know about uh, Nick Young through the media, and uh, Nick Young always was this uh, very cocky, very laid-back dude who would be like, I'm the best, and no one else is. You know, just think of what TJP is doing. Uh, the problem with TJP's delivery, as opposed to Swaggy P, uh, Swaggy P, it did feel like he was acting, but there was some bit of organic to it. Uh, TJP totally sounds like he's acting. What I think he should do, and I've seen him... Uh, performed this uh, before in TNA, is he should just play the upbeat, happy baby face. Uh, a like buddy, a friend to people. Uh, because I think that uh, would seem a bit more him. Or at least he should find something that's more organic, more him, rather than him trying to act like something. But uh, that's the problem with TJP. And at the same time, he's in this very awkward spot of being a soft baby face, a heel. He tr- had he turned heel hard heel against Austin Aries. Then he ended up getting a title shot against Neville. Uh, so I guess he soft turned it back to baby face. And now he's kind of a heel or a respectful baby face. I don't know. don't really care. Uh, this whole TJP versus... Rich Swanding, even though the matches between the two are really good, it seems like they're spinning their wheels with them. Yeah, 
hopefully next match is good enough to make me forget how weird this feud has been. Our next match of the night. Uh, so first, before the ma- next match, uh, we had Tony Nese coming out for a promo. He uh, cuts the same promo that he usually does. Uh, he also got some cheap hit- heat in on the Cleveland fans. Uh, he talked about his muscles and how cut he is. Uh, we had Grand Metalik returning. He has a new mask this time. He usually has a full, speaking of Mystico, has the full mask that covers the eyes and the mouth. Uh, he has a open mouth mask now, and he cut a uh, PNP promo that they actually expanded to the screen. Uh, Metalik said, it doesn't matter how you look, but uh, what depends is your ability and your technique. Malik said what matters most is your corazón, your heart. And that's what Grand Metalik has. So our second match of the night was Grand Metalik versus Tony Nice in a singles match. And the match was good until the ending, uh, which had Tony Nice defeating Grand Metalik via pinfall in 6 minutes and 27 seconds. Uh, the ending of the match, uh, let's see, so uh, there's lots of nice uh, reversals. Uh, Metalik had escaped the move, went higher risk. Nice tripped him off the top rope and and hit him with a running corner knee to pick up the win. So it was a kind of regular move uh, for cruiserweight standards. And it, it's fine, it's a good finisher, but Tony Nice doesn't really gain anything because he's been established as the bottom of the rung, uh, the bottom rung of the cruiserweight division. And Grenadalik started the WWE 205 Live as the number two guy, or you would assume because he was the runner-up in the WWE CWC. Ever since then, we've never seen him. We never saw Akira Tosawa at first, and now he's presented as the star of the show, the babyface star. Uh, but Grand Metalik, you would think he had the same potential, uh, but he has lost to Tony Nice, Arya Davari, and Noam Dar. I looked this up on on uh, Profight. Uh, sorry, what did I say? Profight DB, uh, which shows you their win loss records. And yeah, he lost to Tony Nice and Arya Davari, and that's not the upgraded Arya Davari. The undercard Ari Davari of uh, like two months ago. So, very odd. And Tony Nice doesn't gain anything either because he's in this dead-end body guy character. I can't think of a way to make the body guy work. Uh, the best person I've seen perform that uh, character in recent memory has been Jesse Godders of all people. Uh former reality star been in TNA for a little while until recently uh, of course speaking of TNA another current guy who has the same dead end gimmick is Chris Masters if we could have cross promotional trading I would trade Tony Nice away to TNA slash GFW slash Impact for Eli Drake Eli Drake who deserves to be out of Impact and in NXT, WWE, or somewhere where he would get to present his good talking skills. And he's not a bad wrestler either. He had a really good main event against Alberto El Patron earlier this year. Eli Drake. Eli Drake. Ugh. Why did I say that? But, uh, and Tony Nese can go hang out with his fellow body buddy, Chris Masters. 
Uh, they're both potty guys. Doesn't work out. Let's move on I, I, before I get all negative. Um, Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Maybe to uh, keep me off the negative, I will take a little break from this audio review. I'll uh, start talking about .NET membership, which y'all should check out. For $7.50 a month, you can get full-on access to all the audio reviews of all the major shows, including WWE Raw, SmackDown, 205 Live, NXT, we got Ring of Honor, GFW Impact, Lucha Underground, and whatever other reviews I'm forgetting at the moment. We have hours and hours of audio shows, a compendium, if you will, of wrestling in the last few years. Uh, you can check out our, our thoughts in a time capsule. So, uh, you know, you see what we're thinking now. You can see what we were feeling like three, four, five years ago. And uh, see what we were thinking about the pro wrestling world back then. Uh, see how WWE was when they were in two-hour Raws. Remember when that was a thing? Now we have three-hour Raws. We have NXT uh, takeovers. Back then, there were no NXT takeovers. There was FCW. I don't even know if we were talking about FCW back then. But you can check our thoughts. Uh, our most popular show, or our biggest show at least, is our .NET Weekly audio show. It's our flagship show. It's where Jason Powell and a co-host uh, go over all the major pro wrestling news of the week. Sometimes the co-host of the show is one of us staff members. Or it could be one of the many pro wrestling personalities in the pro wrestling world. And maybe even some in the not pro wrestling world. Whoever we get to offer solid insight on pro wrestling. Well, speaking of which, last week's co-host was former WWE creative writer, Court Bauer. And he's also currently uh, the promoter for the MLW promotion, which is doing a one-shot event coming up. Uh, also, the week prior to Court Bauer co-hosting, we had a uh, former uh, star of the CBS hit series Survivor, Johnny Fairplay. Uh, I can uh, go over a bit more of the audio and some of the benefits of .NET membership, but that would take too long. Uh, just know uh, that we pump out a lot and a lot of audio all the time. And uh, we... Don't just go for quantity, even though we do give a lot in quantity. We don't sacrifice quality. We offer uh, solid quality and all our audio reviews. Trust me on that. Again, it's uh, $7.50 a month. You can try it out for one month, see what you think. Or you can take us up on our annual option, which will bring the price down to an average of $5.50 a month. 
So make sure to check out and sign up on our homepage, and I believe you'll think it's worth it if you're a pro wrestling fan who offer who likes uh, solid analysis. So now let's get back into the audio review. Backstage, we had Dasha Fuentes interviewing Neville. Uh, we know it's Dasha Fuentes because uh, and every time Neville is interviewed by Dasha Fuentes, he always goes, Dasha. He has a specific way of pronouncing some words. Uh, he uh, talked about how so Dasha wanted to know who he wanted to face, uh, Tasawa or Davari. He said he doesn't want to face no one, <laughs> of course, because he's a heel. He said he thought uh, he would quell Tasawa's ambition at WWE Great Balls of Fire. That's the way he pronounces it. And he said uh, Tasawa has came, come back worse than ever because of the injury. He also said he didn't know Davari existed before last week, of course, when Davari beat him. He then went to his typical lines by saying uh, that he hopes that uh, both men uh, bend down and kneel in front of the king of the cruiserweights. And he said that defeat and humiliation awaits both men at SummerSlam. So not just defeat, they will both be humiliated, according to Neville. So, uh, this leads us to our next segment and match. Uh, first, Davari came out. Uh, he's been doing this weird act the last couple weeks where he would dedicate his matches to a former Iranian Olympian. Uh, this week's honoree of the Davari uh, name drop Olympics was uh, Rasul Kadim, who uh, won the gold medal for Iran in 1996. I believe we had a 60s guy last week, a 50s guy a week before, and a more contemporary guy uh, the two weeks prior. So, not sure why uh, Davari is all of a sudden uh, the history book for Iranian Olympics, but yeah, I I guess I don't know what they're trying to do with it. Uh, but okay. <laughs> After that, uh, he said he was going to dedicate uh, his upcoming cruiserweight championship win at SummerSlam to uh, Rasul Kadim. Akira uh, Sasawa made his entrance, and he's of course wearing a entirely bandaged left arm. Our third match of the night was Arya Davari versus Akira Tosawa in a singles match to become number one contender to the WWE Cruiserweight Championship and to have a match against Neville at WWE SummerSlam. This was a really good match between the two. Uh, it uh, lasted 11 minutes and 18 seconds. I'll get into the ending part. Uh, so we had Tosawa escaping uh, Davari's hammerlock lariat. Uh, of course, uh, before that, he, uh, he had gotten a hit with uh, Davari's magic carpetless ride, uh, and there was a near fall on uh, Tosawa. I call it the mar magic carpetless ride because that's what uh, Austin Aries was calling it when he was on commentary. Uh, Tosawa hit a Yakuza kick to send... Uh, Davari outside. He followed up with a suicide dive, then put Davari in position for his high flying senton to pick up the win. So Akira Tosawa defeated Arya Davari via pinfall in 11 minutes and 18 seconds to challenge for the WWE Cruiserweight Championship at SummerSlam. 
And after the match, we had Corey Graves pointing out that at SummerSlam, we have two fellow countrymen. So both Akira Tosawa and Shinsuke Nakamura will be representing Japan in championship matches at SummerSlam. So interesting uh, statistic. I uh, wonder <laughs> that I don't think this would be the case, but I just wonder if uh, WWE is going to start moving for, away from India and towards Japan all of a sudden. But that would require Nakamura getting the WWE Championship out of nowhere. It would be fine, and if he could keep it to WrestleMania, that would be amazing. But then what was the point of having, uh, what you call it, uh, Jinder Mahal as world champion against Randy Orton for so long, only to lose to Nakamura? Whatever. Uh, this was a good match. The downside with this match was... You can never really take any of Arya Davari's near falls seriously because Akira Tosawa versus Adrian Neville. I called him Adrian. He lost his first name, just like uh, Elias Sampson lost his last name. And Antonio Cesaro also lost his first name. And Biggie Langston. All the people who lose their part of their name. Uh, how did I get there? Ah, yes, Adrian Neville. Yes, uh, Neville, <laughs> sorry, versus Tasawa is a better headline than, say, heel versus heel, Neville versus Davari. Davari did gain a little bit from the side feud. Uh, what he gained was, you know, some credibility. It seems like WWE is a bit more confident in him compared to, say, a Tony Nese or Drew Gulak. Uh, but there's a key here. The key to follow up with this for Ari Davari is he has to move on and win a feud. Uh, he, under all circumstances, lost his feud. It's fine. He came out stronger than before. Now he needs to beat someone credible. Uh, th that's what uh, this whole situation reminds me of. I'll, uh, just a thought. What... Uh, really intrigued me, and I'll reference TNA, GFW, Impact Wrestling for this, about uh, Impact's 2016 was, so I mentioned that uh, NXT was the best show this year since WrestleMania, but uh, before that, or throughout the year to 2016, GFW slash TNA Impact was the best show in 2016, and why? Uh, they utilize uh, this. It was Dave Lagana who utilized it. It was a very similar model to uh, what was known as the SmackDown 6 model. It was a model that uh, Paul Heyman came up with. And uh, what it was, what it's, it, you take six wrestlers and thrust them into the main event and don't do parody booking. <laughs> Just uh, have good matches between these six wrestlers. The SmackDown 6 was Eddie Guerrero, Chavo Guerrero, Kurt Angle, Edge, Rey Mysterio, and Chris Benoit. Uh, great matches between the six. SmackDown had, or Impact had Drew Galloway. Uh, let's see. Drew Galloway, Mike Bennett, Jeff, Matt Hardy, Bobby Lashley, and EC3. Currently, NXT is using a variation on that SmackDown 6 model. They got... <laughs> Drew Galloway, <laughs> speaking of. Hideo Itami, Bobby Roode, Roderick Strong, Cassius Ono, 
and whoever else I'm uh, forgetting. Uh, maybe they don't have six, maybe they have five. But they can get another heal in there, and they'll be solid. Killian Dane. Let's throw in Killian Dane. He's been built up well. But what 205 Life can do is you can take Neville, Tasawa, Jack Gallagher, TJP, Arya Davari, uh, maybe Drew Gulak or something, and focus on them. Instead, we get win one week, lost the other, no one really gaining anything. Some people don't even have anything, like Ren Metalik. 205 Live is just a weird and depressing show sometimes. This show was solid, but it's just looking down the tunnel, there's no hope. There's no light at the end of the tunnel. Maybe there is. Uh, but at this point, uh, they need to hit a soft reset button and follow some sort of model, like the Paul Heyman SmackDown 6 model or something. That'll be it with my audio review for WWE 205 Live. I'll be back for members uh, tomorrow with my Lucha Underground audio review. And with that said, have a nice one. <laughs> Bye-bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.